Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. OUG Talks, yeah, OUG Talks, news and chat that really rocks. It's OUG Talks, yeah, OUG Talks. And we're back with the OUG Talks podcast. It's me, David. I've got no one famous this week. I do apologise, but we do have someone. So if you just want to introduce yourself and just say, what do you do, please? Uh, what's up, guys? I'm Chris. Um, I write about video games every now and again. Uh, I produce One Up Gaming's uh, weekly news show. Uh, and I uh, I also write uh, kids' books and novels on the side. So You actually write kids' books and novels? Yeah, yeah. I uh, self-published a, a kids' book uh, a couple of years ago now. I, I actually wrote I think I got about 12 chapters into writing my first so-called novel yeah and then I got bored and give up yeah yeah that's uh, that's an easy thing to kind of come along and do but yeah no yeah I like I made a kids book a little while back um and then I kind of like worked with a company to print off a few copies of that and I sold a few copies to kind of like you know um, at like markets and uh, to a couple of schools uh, and then yeah yeah so now I'm like working on my novel while trying to write about video games at the same time so what sort of story or what was it about the kids book yeah um I linked it in because I was, I was trying to make it like educational so I linked it into uh, the, the curriculum over here and it was basically about there was like these three animals you know and they were just chilling they lived in the forest having a good old time and basically there was this 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 builder or this construction worker and he basically came in and started destroying their homes in the forest you know like he sucked up all the water from the frog's lake he chopped down the tree that the bird lived in you know you know real asshole kind of stuff um and um yeah anyway basically the animals who didn't have any homes they went to their friend uh who was a cat who lived in a house so i mean he obviously was chilling and they went to their friend the cat and they were like dude come on like what are we going to do we've lost our house so the cat said hey look the only way to fix this is to let the, the the construction dude understand how you feel so they gave him a taste of his own medicine and they showed up to his house in the middle of the night and uh we're going to bulldoze his house, they'd stolen a bulldozer, and we're going to destroy his home. And then he came out and he was like, guys, come on, animals, please, can we? Can you not destroy my home? Like, this is my home, this is where my family lives. And then the animals were like, dude, that's what you did to us. And so the, the construction worker slash builder guy felt really bad. He was like, you know what, hey, I'll look, I'll plant you a new tree, I'll refill your lake, you know, let's all be sweet. So, I, yeah, I, I wrote that and I kind of linked it into the, the curriculum over here to do with, like, what kids and, you know, around the age of kind of seven or eight have to learn about science and about English and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, I mean, that's as well where I got into kind of, like, drawing stuff and um, being able to animate stuff is because I, I did all the illustrations for that kind of on my iPad and then I kind of just did so many that I kind of got, a, you know, not bad at it. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm proficiently good, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm bad. So, when you say anime, I mean, have you actually done proper, like, cartoony animations? Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
nothing like super extensive like a you know like a 15 20 minute like episode of a show because that that takes months to make if you're going to do it right but I've animated you know um, little short videos um, kind of range from 30 seconds to a few minutes that just kind of have like a quick jokey story and I've, I've animated those together and I, and I kind of learned how to do that from learning how to draw things on software for, for the illustrating of the book you will have to send me some links to some of the bits and bobs you've done yeah yeah no, sure because I want to get a project done like animated like each episode about 5 to 10 minutes long and about six episodes and I mean like I said I was gonna pay someone to do it um, but I mean I'd rather pay someone that I know you know to do yeah. it yeah so yeah I mean that's something we, we could look into doing I'll, I'll, I'll send you some of the stuff that I've done and I'll kind of let you know like how long it takes me to do that kind of stuff and then yeah you can see what you think yeah it's cool because I, I mean, when I say South Park quality, I know South Park's proper quality done to make it look bad. But, you know, it's just that simple sort of artwork. That's all I'd need. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I actually found it really interesting to kind of see how... Um, I watched the documentary on South Park. And to see the actual amount of work that goes into making that quality, because I thought it would be easy, but, like, the amount of work that goes in, it's... it's actually crazy but no yeah self part kind of quality I mean that's yeah I could probably whip something up and uh yeah yeah no we'll we'll, we'll see yeah yeah right <laughs> so anyway if people haven't realised Chris actually writes for the one up gaming website the website I run and basically we are all here to talk about the big thing of gaming E3 very true the most important time of the year and I have wrote down the list order of all the press conferences with all the games announced. Apart from Ubisoft, because I basically just stopped it halfway through and went to bed. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, should we just start at the beginning with EA? Yeah, man, we can go through that, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know why, but at mass 7 o'clock in the morning... Head. I, I had to write Peter Moore's live in London, which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. But I guess the big game that kicked it off really was Titanfall 2, and that lands on October the 28th. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling about that? Did you play the first one? I did, but because I don't like competitive shooters or basically competitive games I like games where you can mess around and do stuff right so because it didn't have a single play for me just to play around and do stuff I don't have time to sit there and spend five six hours a night playing a game yeah yeah I feel that so I mean I think the last game I used to do that is Project Gotham 2 and Halo 2 on the original Xbox right you know, so... And then maybe Project Gotham 3 on the Xbox 360. I've put a lot of time into that. I love that game as well. But yeah, it's... I mean, I don't know about you, but... 
I didn't think it looked much better graphically than the old one. No, and I, I, I think that what they've done is they kind of, they kind of picked up on the consensus that was going around, which was the game. Like when it first came out, the original Titanfall, people were like, "This game looks cool, graphically, it's, it's pretty decent, and to play, it is incredibly fun." Yeah. It needs more content in the multiplayer, and a lot of people wanted a single player. So I think with Titanfall 2, to kind of been able to have the sequel roll around this quick after the original game, they've gone, look, let's not mess too much with the look of the game and the engine. Let's not mess too much with the, the gameplay. Let's just add more. You know, let's make sure we have a reason for people to stick around for the multiplayer, and let's make sure we have a reason uh, for people who aren't into multiplayer, you know, like... You know, like me, like I just want to play the single player campaign, and and for me that looked kind of cool. Yeah. Like, um, you know, like I think the the kind of art direction is. I've heard people say that it looks very plain, and if it didn't have the Titanfall logo, you just think this is some random cheap kind of mid tier developer. But at the same time, you know, they, they showed footage of, like, some aliens, like, some reptilian aliens kind of coming into the scene. You've got the you've got the new sword, you know, that, that could be cool. And then the fact that they've got this somewhat interesting story that I haven't really kind of played too many games, like, with the whole kind of relationship with an AI and, you know, relationship with the mech. Like, that, that could be cool, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, I forgot about that. In the single player where he's falling and he shouts at him to catch him. Yeah. And yeah, that could be quite... I wonder if that's kind of nicking the ideas of, like, Halo, where, like, the AI's basically given to each person, so each one's got their own AI. Yeah. That could be quite fun. Yeah, no, I reckon it could be. But, I don't know, I just think... And they're launching it like exactly one week after Battlefield 1 so I don't know how it's going to do yeah I, I don't think that this is going to be a big game but like, I don't think this is going to be a game that that like is a Call of Duty yeah because I mean even then like even though I think it looks cool like I'd much rather play Battlefield 1 um so I don't know I'm not I'm not really sure I think I think at this point they're kind of just like you know um We'll put it out there, and even though Battlefield 1's our kind of our big first-person shooter, um, this might convince people who kind of want a sci-fi shooter to choose maybe Titanfall over uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but I still think they maybe should have sort of held it until end of January, February sort of time. I don't know, because if you actually think about it now, a lot of people say, hey, leave it to... January, February, it's a free period. Yeah, there's a lot of games that come out now. There's so many coming out. Like, if you look at just the beginning of this coming year, uh, 2017, like they've said, uh, Persona 5, Mass Effect Andromeda, Horizon Zero Dawn, like, those are, there's, there's even more, but those are three massive games that are coming out in that period. I believe it when I see Mass Effect come out. I don't think they're anywhere near ready. Yeah, Mass Effect, I, I say I don't think they're ready, but I think Persona 5 and I think Horizon will both come out then. Yeah. So, next up from here was Madden NFL 17. Do not care at all. I'm not American. They didn't really show much of the game either. They just went in 
everyone loves the the actual esports aspect of Madden and went big time into the esports and yeah, I mean, don't care about esports. I I do not care about esports at all. And like it was very much a like like it was like oh yeah they got some cool music you know like stuff's happening but like. I think when it comes to Madden, like, especially since this website is UK-based, like, we don't have too many American... Like, I, I wish George was on to give his opinion. Um, I just don't know. Like, I've never played a Madden game because I live in New Zealand. I don't know if this looks good or not. I used to play NFL Blitz. I used to like that. Yeah. But that's more arcade just running around and hit people. Yeah. And that's all you need. So they went into some details about some esports sort of star things, like challenger events, premier events, and EA major events. But again, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I just—it's a tough thing because like E3 is like the time for showing your investors all the cool stuff you've got lined up, and esports is something obviously investors are like, hey, that looks profitable. But like for the for the general kind of viewer, like I just. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I really don't, like, it's like, oh, there's esports. I mean, like, I think when it comes to esports, like, I want the game to come out, and I want to enjoy watching people play it, like, like, if I'm watching Let's Plays of the game being played, and then someone's like, hey, there's, like, a professional version of this where you can watch people compete, I'd be like, well, I already love watching this game, cool. But when they do it with games that I haven't even played yet, I'm like, well, you kind of jump in the gun. Hmm. So, I mean, they showed a little bit of Mass Effect Andromeda, but not too much. Not too much, no. And, I mean, I'm not sure if they'd announced it before or not, but they've confirmed it's now running on Frostbite. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they've done that before either, but... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. A lot of games are on Frostbite, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, the next game, FIFA 17... That was one of the big games when the consoles launched. They said, we're developing our own sports-only engine, the Ignite engine, for the basketball, the American football, ice hockey, and FIFA. And the golf game as well, I believe, had it. And then it got switched over to Frostbite. And now FIFA's gone over to Frostbite. So I think that's them admitting that the Ignite engine wasn't very good. Right, yeah. But I think the best feature for the FIFA 17 is they've got like a full single player experience called The Journey, where yeah. you actually are some young player and you go through like a full story mode. And I think that could be quite yeah, fun. It's a lot like 2K, um, uh, the, the 2K games, isn't it? I was going to say it's more like the Fight Night Champion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you're that boxer that's in prison or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's also ruined on Frostbite. And they had Jose Mourinho on stage, and I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. But, again, that's not... I mean, like, they had a, a bit in it where they actually were showing Arsene Wenger, and I can't remember who else it was. There was the Liverpool manager, I know that, and someone else. Yeah. And... They sort of said we had three of the best 
managers in the Premier League. You know, yeah. they're oh, we we showed these. We've got the four Premiership managers, but we're showing these three. And Jose Mourinho came out and says, "Well, you picked three out of seventeen. They all should be up." True. You know, and then he had like a couple of jokes, and and I thought it was quite good. But he uh, continued with their originals label, and they showed a game called Fee. Yeah, Fee. I I wasn't a big fan of that to be honest. I thought it looked horrible. Yeah, I thought it. Lo- I, I mean, I thought Unravel looked cool. You know, when they first showed that, and I, I still haven't got around to playing it yet, but I thought it looked cool. It looked good, but it played horrible. <laughs> yeah, whereas this, this fee, it, like, it looks rough. It looks like a really poor 3D game. Yeah, like, I mean, it just, like, like the only thing I can say is, like, it just, it just looks a bit rough. Like, it looks like it doesn't run well the the animations um, not the animations like the, the graphics are just a bit blocky like I mean I don't know maybe it's just not my style but it it didn't yeah it didn't impress yeah I, mean, I thought it looked like one of those like PS1 games that's been shined up a bit yeah it just didn't look well but yeah they wanted everyone to know that they're the Star Wars company they do Star Wars Star Wars everything so they announced there'll be a new Battlefront in 2017. Yeah. And they announced the Visceral game will be coming in 2018. And yeah. they did show a early concept sort of picture or about a three second video of it. And it looked quite nice. Which one? The Visceral one. One made by yeah. Amy Hen- yeah. Henning. Where the, the guy was kind of walking out of Moss Eisley. Yeah, so to me it looked like it did look like an uncharted sort of thing. Yeah. Like a full three D sort of it'll be a full three D action adventure game. I think my biggest problem with it is um is the fact that it's like I saw that visceral game and I thought, wow, that looks really, really cool. But it's like, well we're probably not gonna see it till twenty eighteen at the earliest. Yeah, they've said it's twenty eighteen. Exactly, exactly, and it's like, well, now I've already seen it, so mm. when they do announce it, I'm kind of going to be like, well, actually, I saw that two years ago, that's not new. Yeah. Even though it's new, you've already got that kind of perspective in your head. Yeah, it's like the Shenmue 3, you know, they announced the Kickstarter, and it's not coming out for another two years or whatever. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, you come across, like, um, I've heard people say the um, the 18-month kind of sweet spot of you announce a game and you kind of want it to come out between a year to 18 months after you announce it. Yeah. And if yeah. you go past that point, then um sorry. If you go past that point, then it's kind of like people start to feel like they've already played it and you've kind of like you've been watching videos of a game for 2 years, you finally get around to playing it and you go this feels old, this doesn't feel new, because you saw it such a long time ago, and then you see other games which aren't coming out for two years, and so you're sitting there going, well, actually, games should look like that then. So you, you have all these muddled perspectives of what like a game should look like now. Yeah, I mean, I like the... sort of, like, announce it, show it off, and I think that at these press conferences, yes, some things will slip, but I think they should... 
everything's shown should be out within 12 months of being shown. Yeah, I mean, my, my preferred thing is it's like Fallout 4. Yeah. They showed enough of that game to make people go, okay, I know exactly what Fallout 4 is, I know what I'm getting, but then not too much is people didn't feel like they'd seen too much of it, they didn't feel overhyped, like they showed one big half an hour chunk, and then they went away, said nothing, and then it was out six months later. Like, I think that is the perfect way to do it. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, no, like, when, when these sort of games are shown at these E3, I think, show it off, have a couple of weeks of giving new information to press, go quiet for six months, and then start your hype again until yeah. launch, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, if it's going to be like a year, sort of like before it's out, sort of thing. Yeah, no, fully. I mean, look at the bloody Smash Brothers for Wii U. It's like every bloody day they had new pictures and screenshots, and for about a year. Mm. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. this new character, this new character, this new character. I don't care. Yeah, like just just put it out and be quiet. Yeah. So. I mean, what do you think about the Star Wars stuff that they're doing? Do you really care, or...? I mean, in honesty, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I kind of... I played Star Wars Battlefront, and I thought, okay, the shooting is really fun, the effects are amazing, the sound design, the graphic design, like, I thought it was all amazing. The only thing I thought is, I'm going to play this for a little bit, and then I'm going to go, I really wish it had a story, and put it down and never touch it again. So the fact that they've got Visceral coming out uh, and creating a, a third-person action game, the fact that Star Wars Battlefront 2 looks like it will hopefully have a single-player campaign, like, like I'm pumped, but at the same time, the conference didn't really show me anything to care about. Yeah. It's like, I'm looking forward to it when they do actually have something to show me, but in regards to what they did show me, I thought it was really disappointing. Yeah, I mean... The original Battlefront game, the Star Wars Battlefront EA did, I was, at the time, a member of that EA Access. Yeah. And you get the first ten hours of the game free. Yeah. And it's like, I played it for like three hours, like, I don't even want to play anymore, even though it's free. Yeah. You know, because, like, as I say, I'm not a competitive gamer, I'd rather have a single player sort of thing. Yeah. Something to carry the story forward, but... So the last thing that they showed was Battlefield 1, and that's coming October 21st. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, never, I've never really gotten into a Battlefield game. I've, I've played 3, I beat 3, and i played a little bit of Bad Company 2, but this looks really cool. I mean, did you actually see the, the gameplay or just the trailer? I saw the trailer, and then I watched uh, some of the gameplay stream after the conference. And it just, it looks... I hate to say it because World War One was such a, a tragic war, but the multiplayer gameplay, like, it looks really fun. I mean, the only problem I have with the game is the trailer looks amazing, and then the game itself, it just looked like all the other Battlefield games. You think you don't think it looks as good? I thought it, it looked pretty close to the trailer. I don't, I don't mean graphically, I just mean the way it plays. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It just seems they've just stuck the World War One thing on it, and it's not really... Any different yeah. from the others? Maybe it's just me then, as someone who's never like they've shown the battlefields before, and I've just I'm like, oh, it looks like it plays well, but I, it just never captured my interest. So, as someone who's not really extensively played them that much, like 
it looks cool to me. But it, at the same time, if you think about it, it does also look like a, a World War One skin over, you know, your typical, yeah. your typical shooter kind of experience. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not a big sort of Battlefield fan. Battlefield 4, I played and I really disliked it. And yeah. Battlefield Hardline, I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah? Which everyone forgets that even came out. Yeah, no, that, yeah, people constantly forget that. And on the Xbox One, they had a sale, and they were both for like, I think they were like £4.70. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I might as well pick them up. Yeah, why not? So, but that's EA, so was there anything in the EA that stood out to you, or not really? I think, I think EA had one of the worst conferences I've ever seen. Um, yeah, second to worst, I'd say. Yeah, like, you know, true, yeah. Um, no, it just, they just, they didn't have anything to show. You know, there was a lot of sports, you know, and of course you're going to see the yearly sports stuff, but they didn't, you know, Mass Effect was the thing that I was looking forward to the most, and I also wanted to see some Star Wars stuff. The Star Wars stuff, we, we got virtually nothing other than, like, yeah, it's coming quite a long way away. Yeah. Massive. I was expecting to see an awesome gameplay trailer, get some real perspective on the story, and instead we got another developer diary with a little bit of, you know, what you'd hope is gameplay, and a little bit of narrative context in there, but there still was, it was, it was nothing-ish, you know? The fact that this game is coming out in, what, eight, nine months, and yet... They didn't put a date. You would hope the game is technically finished and they're just polishing and retuning things. Exactly. And I mean, the fact that um, the fact that they had a lot of kind of quite influential staff members leave recently, like, I'd hoped that that wouldn't affect it, but now that I've seen this kind of lack of gameplay shown this far in, I'm like, maybe, maybe this is a lot further, like, you know, it's going to take a lot more time before this comes out than we thought. So... I don't know. I was I was disappointed with the conference. They, I think they should have just gone away and said we're not going to do one this year. We haven't got anything to show. Or even instead of just having the chatter, just do like a a half hour sort of thing with trailer, 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 trailer sort of thing. Yeah, just make it shorter, condense it. Yeah, but anyway, moving on to Bethesda. So they started their conference off with Quake Champions, and I believe it's PC only. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it looks like it. But I mean, I don't know about... Um, they didn't really show anything of it. It was just like a CG trailer. Yeah, it was just it was just a look. Hey, we're Bethesda. Everyone seems to be doing hero shooters, and everyone wants Quake. So, I mean, bam, yeah. here you go. And to be honest, I think something like that type of game... Online only. I think they could get that out pretty quickly. Well, I think because it's it's being made by Id, who just put out Doom, and yeah, I, I think, think they that... were probably doing this well before. You know, yeah. what I mean, like, they've, they've been on this for a while. Yeah, I think they've they've probably been doing them side by side, and you know, a lot of people have kind of complained that the Doom multiplayer isn't that great, and maybe that's because they were like, hey, well, we'll do Doom for the single-player nostalgia experience, and then we'll make Quake for the multiplayer nostalgia. And ID didn't do the Doom multiplayer. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. You know, they so, found it out to another team to do. Well, maybe they thought about that. They were like, hey, we'll do a Doom single-player and a Quake multiplayer, and then it's kind of like, 
they're basically doing what most companies do where they make a single player and a multiplayer game, but then they've gone, well, actually, we can just split these up and sell them for twice as much. Yeah, have keep the brand alive. Exactly. But I mean, I, 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 I'd be interested to see more into that. I, I did enjoy Quake, especially Quake 3 Arena. I loved that game. Yeah, I mean, I've never played a Quake, but, you know, it just it looked kind of kind of just looked like another hero shooter to me. Yeah, I mean, as I say, it's hard to tell when it's got no gameplay. Yeah, very true. But the next game was The Elder Scrolls Legends, which, I don't know about you, but I'm not a big card sort of fan. No, I mean, I've, I've played like a tiny bit of Hearthstone, which I thought was cool, but it, it's not my thing. Hmm. I mean, like, I say I'm not a big fan, but I do have the... Is it Clash Royale? On the mobile. Which... Technically, it's more like a tower offense game, but you use cards to put down, and that right. is such a good game. But so they announced a load of DLC for Fallout Four. Yeah. I mean, was there anything within the those DLC packs that you think that looks good? Um, like I found it interesting that it seems like Fallout Four is becoming Fallout Shelter. Fallout Shelter is becoming Fallout Four. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Like, the fact that now in Fallout Shelter you can do kind of go out on missions and all that kind of stuff. And now in Fallout 4 you can set up your own vault and do experiments. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that's cool for people, but I didn't really get much out of the crafting in Fallout. I thought it was a bit cumbersome. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, the, the, the single-player expansion that, like, you'd hope that Nuka World... You'd hope that's a big single-player expansion, but they didn't really go into much detail. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of I had my time with Fallout. I sunk about fifty hours in, and I I'm I'm done. Yeah. Like I yeah I got I got I got my um I got my dose of Fallout. So I, mean, I guess the other reveal was the they are doing the remake of Skyrim. Yep. Yep. And. I don't know about you, but when they showed the graphics comparisons in the conference, it was like, oh my god, that looks totally amazing. Yeah, it did. It looked really good. And then I've since seen pictures online of, you know, of like the same scenes. And yeah. it doesn't look that much different. Oh, you reckon? I, have, I haven't seen, I haven't really seen much outside of uh, that, that initial trailer. So I don't know if they've shown the two or three bits that are like completely different. Yeah, that and look the, great. And the main game's just basically the same, just a bit shinier. Yeah. With added bloom effects. I mean, what they did show, I mean, I've only seen the trailer, but what they did show looked good. Yeah. I was actually quite shocked at how good it did look. Like, yeah, to put in that much effort to kind of make that work. So, I mean, would you think you'd be tempted to go back, or do you reckon it's no, too, I, too far now? I, when Skyrim first came out, like, I put the most amount of time I've ever put into a game into that. Um, and so, uh, you know, I once again, like, with Fallout, like, I got my fix. I think I'm done. Um, there's, and I think as well, like, Skyrim's good, but there's there's a lot of games that have taken what Skyrim did and kind of done it further. Like, now, in a post-Witcher, post-Bloodborne world, I don't think I... I need to... I don't... Yeah, I don't think I need to go back to Skyrim. 
I mean, I'm probably going to get the names wrong, but was it Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 3? Yeah. I absolutely loved that game on the original Xbox. And then, what was the next, what was for? Uh, Oblivion. Oblivion, I played until I opened up one of the gates to go into the other world, whatever the hell it is. And I stopped playing almost immediately. Yeah. I just hated that game. And then Skyrim, I didn't even get to the point where it opens out into an open world game. I was still walking down a little path and I just thought, I can't be asked. Yeah? Yeah, I just got... Which is weird. Because you'd think the older games where you have to have a lot more into it. Because it's not streamlined, it's a lot harder to get into. But for some yeah. reason, unless it was because it was... That was when I was about 20 or whatever. I still had loads of free time. Yeah. So I could actually just sit and play it. Whereas now it's like... I get 10, 15 minutes here and there to do stuff. But... Anyway, the next one, which is a a bit of a surprise, but not really. They announced Prey. Yeah, I mean... The... Trailer looks cool. Yeah. Um... I don't really, I don't really know what to expect though. I mean, is it just going to be, is it going to be a, another Dishonored or, I mean, it's made by Arcane. I got the like a Bioshock sort of feel to it. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I got that, I got that feel, but I, in the in the respect of what is it going to play like because it's made by the Dishonored guys, so. Yeah, technically no, it's made by a team with the same name as them. Um, the, the original, isn't it the original lead on Dishonored headed over to, to make Prey? Yeah, but basically I'm saying like Dishonored was made in France and this is, is it Texas or something stupid? It's like, you know, they've got two separate teams in two separate places in the world. You're wrong, but isn't the Texas one the one working on Dishonored 2? No, I think that's the one that's doing the prayer. I think. Huh? Uh, mm. I mean, it looked weird how he had like stuff coming out of his hands and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a very psychological thing. So let's have a look. Dishonored English. Oh, you gotta put your bloody date of birth in. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I don't want to pre-order it. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. God, I can't even bloody read anymore. Yep, submit. I don't want to watch the trailer. It should say who's making it, shouldn't it? Yeah. They're just Arcane Studios that are doing that. Um, which, yeah, I think the other one's like Arcane Summit. I think Arcane Studios is the original. Yeah. So the original ones, they are doing the Dishonored 2. And then Prayer, let's click on Prayer. Oh, 
Oh, that's good. It just says Arcane Studios. Yeah. But I, I think I think that this one is the one made by the new team, not the not the original old one. Yeah. But I mean I might be wrong. People email me, say I'm wrong. But that's what I assume. That's what you assume. Yeah. And again, without showing much gameplay, I don't think we can read too much into the game. No, yeah, I don't I don't think you can make a call on what it is or definitely isn't, you know. Yeah, so they went into a bit more detail about the snap map for Doom DLC. Yep. I never thought I'd say a phrase that had snap map, m- Doom, and DLC all in one word. It's just... I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I don't really care. <laughs> I mean... I honestly think that snap maps like a level editor for people to make levels. Yeah. And I think DLC should be the developers of the game making really good maps. Whereas snap map, I think it's just nasty, cheap crap maps that people like me make. Yeah. You know, I don't have a clue how to make a, a match flow properly. You know, I just put gun turrets yeah. wherever I want. Yeah. You know, but... I don't know, I think... I mean, I, I have actually played the new Doom. And... Yes, it's good, but I don't think it's as good as what people are saying. Yeah. You know, I would say it's a 7 or a 7.5, not like a 9. Okay. Uh, and this, that multiplayer is horrible on it. So next up, Eric? we had loads of Elder Scrolls Online news. Yeah, and they did, didn't they? I don't know if you watched the same sort of stream as I did, but there was one woman that cheated at everything said about Elder Scrolls Online. Yep. Oh you my go god. Yep, you had a hype girl there. <laughs> that was so annoying. Oh my god, yes. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but I have played Elder Scrolls when it was in... I think it was in the alpha or whatever. I got a code to download and try. But I've... I played it once, walked around and thought, yep, it's an MMO. Yeah, no, it wasn't for me. No, it wasn't for me either, so... Moving swiftly on. Bethesda VR... So they yeah, showed the Doom sort of like thing, which it's not going to be Doom. It's just like you can walk through the Doom environments. Yeah. Because I think if it was Doom proper, I think it'd be a bit too fast. Yeah. And make you a bit sick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a weird one again of like how they tackle that. And, of course, Fallout 4 was confirmed to be working with VR. Yeah. Um, do you reckon that's enough to make you go back into the world, or...? Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I'm still not 100% sold on VR. Like, I still feel like they need, they need, more, to get, need more to get me to pay $400 for uh, VR. Well, it's like, I actually went into the... Play Expo event in Glasgow last week, 
and they actually had an HTC Vive. Right. And I will say on a scale, it's better than the Oculus Rift. The sort of screen seems closer to your eyes, so you see less of a black border. So that's yeah. better. But it's still... To me, the resolution is really low. It's all a little bit blurry and janky. And and I just don't yeah. think it's worth, like, five, £600 to buy. And then you have to get, like, a two, £300 upgrade to your PC. Yeah. Which is just crazy. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't just... It doesn't strike me yet. Because, I mean, I think... The PS4, yes, it won't be as good, but you pay 400 quid and you got everything included. Yeah. You know, you just plug it in and it goes. You don't have to worry about loads of other stuff, which I think that's the way it needs to be. Because I think that's why yeah. a lot of people have hyped up about the VR stuff. But how many people do you know really that's got like proper gaming PCs that are capable of running... VR. True. I don't think I know anyone. Yeah, I mean, George? Yeah, he actually bought a PC just for the HTC Vive. Oh, really? Yeah. These Americans, they're rich little gits. <laughs> so... Yeah, I... The last I game they showed was Dishonored 2, out November the 11th. I mean, yep. I don't know about you, but... The first trailer looked really good, and then they showed the gameplay, and I just felt it just went on too long. Yeah, it was too much. I just got a bit bored towards the no, end. No, I'm really, I mean, I, like, I'm excited for Dishonored. Mm. Um, I want to play it. Um, I wasn't a massive fan of the first one, but then I went and back and played it a, uh, a few years later, and then realized, like, actually, they have some really creative mechanics. But, um, no, I mean... Like, it's something I want to give a go and I want to try and get back into uh, as a series. But you're right, like, it. I think that was one of Bethesda's problems is that they tried to do a Fallout-style, let's do a massive amount of content on our big game for the, for the fall, for the end of the year. And for Fallout, like, with a massive open-world game with a whole ton of systems, like, yes, that works. But for, like, a more linear action game, like... I would much rather have just seen a quick trailer, showed me a few gameplay mechanics, and then them just been like, "Yeah, and it's out like at the end of the year." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need that big showing that they kind of they kind of pushed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, as I say, the first five minutes of it was really good, and then after that, I was just like, "Come on, this is getting boring now." I mean, it's, Onion, it's different Onion. when you're playing it than just watching someone play it. Yeah. So, that was Bethesda. Is there anything amongst them that you think look stunning? No, once again, no. I mean, like... Like, I felt a lot of this content they showed, it's like, oh, it's this year, but it was either DLC or it was... Um, it was like a card game, or it was a remaster. I mean, the only thing, as I said, that looked cool was Dishonored 2, and they didn't show it well. And then, I mean, Prey and uh, 
Quake could be cool, but like we don't even know what they are. We just got CG trailers. Yeah. So I mean, once again, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't super impressed with that for their conference. I didn't think it was as bad by any means as EA's, but I, I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So next up, one of the big boys, Microsoft. So they started yeah. the press conference showing off the Xbox One S that has 4K video playback with the 4K like Blu-ray playback and HDR capable, and it was like $299. Yeah. Yeah, it's an Xbox One. Yeah, I mean... Like, it, it's cool. I mean, I guess, like, it's a, just a cheaper way for them to put out the same consoles that they've been making. Like, if you haven't got an Xbox One, maybe it's cool, but... I mean, it's like, there's nothing there that I'm like, wow, as someone who who owns an Xbox One, like, oh, I need that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got an Xbox One. It'll do for another year or two. Yeah, it'll do. That's just it. So, I mean, I think one of the best things they announced was the Xbox Play Anywhere. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Kind of trying to get in as many people as they can. Yeah, so it's basically, you can buy on either Xbox One or Windows 10, and they give you a code for the other platform. And yeah. so it's all cross-play as well. So basically, when you're, say, halfway through Gears of War 4, you can save it, turn it off, go somewhere else, load it up on a PC, and you can pick up from where you left off. Yeah. Which that's, yeah, no, I like that. that's good. So, I, mean, I think the yeah. first game they showed was Gears of War 4. I mean, are you a Gears fan? Um, I didn't I didn't enjoy very much the, the other entries. Uh, I thought they were very kind of... That, like, I didn't care about the characters at all. At points, I thought the gameplay was quite repetitive. But this new Gears, I'm, like, I'm excited for the new direction. I, they've talked about kind of more horror elements and their initial gameplay trailer that I saw. Yes. I thought... The new that. one that they showed, the new one they showed at E3 this year, I was less impressed with because it looked more of the. It looked just like Gears. Yeah, here is the generic Gears shooting that you played have played four games already of, and I think it's bad because like people like me, I liked the real horror, like running around. There's a giant storm. There's these like animals running at us. Like I was like, yes, this is cool. This is what I wanted to see in the series. And then a lot of people complained and went, where's, you know, where's the traditional gears? And so I think they showed that. Yeah, I think so. that's where they went wrong. Listen to people. <laughs> you should never I mean, do it's, that. It's two different audiences. It's, it's yeah. the diehard fans of the old games and then the people who, like, were close to liking it or loving it and then went, but I just need something a little bit more. Yeah, so the... I get what you're saying. I mean, I think it'll be a good game, but... I don't know if it's really for for us. I think it might just be going back to the old Gears way. So, I mean, Killer Instinct, they're getting a Gears of War character. Yeah, I mean, that's cool for Killer Instinct fans. I mean, I actually really enjoy Killer Instinct. Yeah? But 
I've not played it in months. I mean, I haven't played too much of it myself. I mean, like we had one of the old members of the team, and I gave him a match, and I got two perfects on that. So I was quite happy to never play it again. Um, one of the oh. best games of the show, in my opinion, was Forza Horizon Three. And that's coming right. out on September 27th, and it's set in Australia. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's a bit different. And I think that this game was probably shown off on a PC, because that game looked absolutely stunning. You reckon? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of companies do tend to do that. And um, it, it'll be getting hard now, because Microsoft, all their first-party games, they're all... PC and Xbox One. Yeah. So they can show the best version all the time now. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I mean, I was super excited because I had, I like Forza Horizon and this one, it's got like desert, jungle, sand, it's got beach, it's got all sorts. Yeah. So I think I'll be getting that one at the end of September. Yeah, I- it definitely looks a bit different. Yeah. And then they showed off Recar, which is out September 10th. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't show more of that, considering how soon it's out. Yeah, but from what they showed, I felt it looked very like a very budget title. Yeah, true. true. It, it didn't yeah, have it, the high-resolution textures that you'd expect it looked a bit cheap it screams mid-tier yeah it screams thq yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah i mean it doesn't i don't think it looks bad but it doesn't like it just looks like a prettier version of something that i might have seen on last generation yeah so i mean then they showed a final fantasy 15 for the first time on xbox one yeah i don't know about you but that demo of that game made me never want to touch that game ever yeah that was, was one of the worst really, demos I've ever seen it was a really bad demo yeah I mean every every showing of Final Fantasy 15 that I've seen before this like I thought wow look at that amazing open world wow look how visually stunning it looks wow that looks like fairly cool combat and then I saw this demo and like he didn't. The person playing it didn't seem like they were very good. Like the amount of times that that hand would swing around and knock them, and then they just continuously be knocked and knocked, and they did very little damage, and they they didn't really seem to be getting anywhere. It was just like it just seemed like a really boring boss battle that the person playing it just wasn't good at. Yeah. But I mean, hopefully we're wrong, but I just feel. It's going to be a bad game. I really hope not. I really hope not. So next up was more DLC, but this time for The Division. Yep. I mean, I don't know about you, but I couldn't care about The Division. Yeah, I mean, I'm done with that. I mean, I played it for a few hours, and... I tell you, the downgrading graphics for The Division, Jesus Christ, it looks really rough. Yeah, it doesn't look anywhere near as good as it once did. But 
So I guess you're you're finished and don't care about it. No, I mean I played it. I beat every side mission. I beat the main game, and I am well and truly done with it. Like it was cool, but I'm done. Yeah. So next up was the probably the fifth time I'd seen this Battlefield One trailer. Yep. Yeah, it seems to be going everywhere that one. So next up was. Microsoft talking up the same stuff that EA did about the clubs and lobbies and arenas and rubbish all coming to Xbox Live. Yeah, I mean, cool, like, they got to get through that stuff, so, cool. But I will say, I did like the looking for a group, where it's like, you could sort of say that you only have Friday afternoons free, you're a mid-tier whatever on this game, and you're looking for people to join you. And people yeah. can reply just to that one message. You know, so you know you're getting people that just want to play that game on that day. Which I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool. And I don't know about you, but I don't care about Minecraft. So the next bit with all the updates and texture packs and... I yeah, don't... I've bought the game about four times and I've never played it. Really? Yeah. Because everyone tells me how great it is. So I bought it for the 360, bought it for the PS3, bought it for my phone, bought it for the Xbox One, and I think I've got it for PC. And I've not loaded it up once. Really? Never? Never. Sure. From what I've seen of it, it's just like, it's not my sort of game. Yeah. One thing that does look cool, though... The Xbox Design Lab for the controllers, where you can have like yeah. eight million combinations of colours, which is yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Easy. Yeah, I mean, like people will be able to be get creative. Yeah, and you can even put like your gamer tag and stuff on the controller. Yeah. So I mean, I think they're saying it's only like ten dollars extra, you know, than a normal controller, so it's not too bad. That's not too steep, to be honest. So, next up, they didn't show much of it, but I can say it's probably one of the best games of this year, and that's Inside, coming on June 29th, from the yeah. makers of Limbo. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, that was so good. Such a good game. Yeah. Can't say much about it, we're in Bargord until the end of the month. Okay, but yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward so yeah. much to to getting my hands on that. Let's just say it looks stunning, not as if we've played it. Um, but next up, ID Xbox. They should me off. First of all, I'll just say that the Witcher card game Gwent. Yep. Which more card games? The seem everything seems to be doing them. Yeah, I know. Everyone, everyone wants a card game. Yeah. And the next game, which... I think it was my game of the show. We Happy Few. Really? Your game of the show? Yeah. Damn, that's a big call. I thought that looked absolutely stunning. Yeah. You know, so... Really can't wait for that. And then they showed off Tekken 7 for the first time on Xbox One. Yep. 
And it, from what I hear, it's got like a proper full dynamic story mode. Like the, do you know the Mortal Kombat sort of ones where he kicks in and out of the the story, then they're fighting without any loading screens. Yeah. I think it's going to be somewhat similar to that. Okay. But that could be quite cool, especially with how crazy Tekken is. Yeah. But it looked nice. Look fast and fluid. That's what you need. Yeah, very true. Um, Dead Rising Four. I mean, are you a Dead Rising fan? Um, I mean, I played three. Didn't really do much for me. I loved the first one, but I didn't get into any of the other ones. I've got three, and I thought it was a lot better than what people said. And especially for a launch game for a new console, I thought it was really well made. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but to me, Scalebound seems to be Microsoft's version of like a Monster Hunter sort of game. Yeah, it, it's well, I like to me, it's like it's their last Guardian, like their giant Japanese monster best friend game. I think it's more. I don't know, Last Guardian. It's. I oh, will get into that. It's horrible, but the this. I do like the the game director and maker and whatnot, and I do like the action strategy, action sort of combat sort of game. Yeah, and I do like the fact that you can, as you say, call the dragon to help you ride the dragon, and you can actually get skills all over your body to make yourself stronger. Yeah, and I think this demo showed the game off a bit better than last time because. Although last time it looked nice, it was very hitchy with the frame rate up and down. I Whereas still felt like that. I think it was a lot better than it was, but it's not due out till next year, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Scalebound like looks like a really, a really different game. Kind of like this whole dragon concept. I I think it looks awesome. I think it looks brilliant if they can pull it off, but. You know, I see the gameplay at times, and I also think like the more and more I see this, the less different it looks, the more traditional hack and slash frame rate choppy kind of game it looks. Yeah. So I'm a bit worried. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, I just for some reason I like the idea of it, I just don't like the game. Yeah. But we'll see when it gets closer to release. I probably think it's going to be one of those games that like Sony used to do where they release it and then a week later no one's ever heard of it. Yeah. But. Yeah, possibly be, yeah. So next up is a game which I was very excited about and now I've learnt more about it, I don't care, and that's Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's it's looking less and less like yeah, I mean it looked like initially it could be something cool, but now I'm I I don't know. I don't really care, to be honest. Because I, I don't know about you, but I don't have four or five people that I can play with every night for hours at a time. No. No. Yeah, so... Like, it, was, it seemed like the moment they showed, like, YouTube-style Let's Players promoting it... Yeah. I immediately thought, I was like, yes, that is what it is. It is going to be like a group of Let's Players go out and they do it like a Minecraft-style. They do it every day. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to go grab and pull up the sails and do all this, but... For the average gamer, like I'm like, who's gonna who is who is gonna want to jump into a game and go? I'm gonna commit to playing this game for several hours, 
at the same time that suits everyone else so I can hoist the sails while someone else decides where we drive a boat. Like, I don't know, just the more I see it, the more I'm like, I'd rather just go back and play Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Ooh, I don't know about that. I like that game. I don't think I've liked any of the Assassin's Creeds. Really? I I, I, I was quite fond of that one. No, just the character movement. I hate it. Oh, okay. Anywho, so we're not interested that much in... I mean, I'd like to see where it develops, but from what I've seen, it's not really a game. It's just an experiment. Yeah. But a game that I am excited for, State of Decay 2. Yes, God, yes. That looked good. That looks so good. So were you a fan of the original? Oh, very much so. Uh, it was one of my favourite games when it came out in 2013. Um, I just, I thought it was, like, like I've played a million zombie games where, um, I've played a million zombie games where you've had to, where it's where it's been about the emotional connection, about the people, you know, like The Last of Us and The Walking Dead and all that kind of stuff. And I've played a million zombie games like Dead Rising where it's all about just, like, killing as many zombies as possible and all that kind of stuff. And, and then there's horror games like Resident Evil, which are about the, the you know the scary side of zombies. And the state of decay, like the the management of resources of going and finding food and building materials and making sure your your home is fortified and making sure everyone in your community is happy and having to uh, kick members out of your community who are you know not getting along. Like the management of all that stuff, I found so interesting and like such a such an area of the zombie genre that I felt like not many games have kind of have kind of tested out yeah yeah I mean I do like this one as well because they've added like the co-op sort of multiplayer into it so it looks like you can survive on your own or you can join a team and which could be quite interesting you know it gives you the option yeah instead of see if these where you have to be in, on a team. Yeah, I just don't feel like you could achieve much in see if these without a team. Yeah. So next up, a game that I was looking forward to until I saw the gameplay because I loved Halo Wars on the 360. Yeah. But this new one coming February 21st, I don't know, it just didn't grab me. Yeah. I mean, were, yeah. you a, were you a big Halo Wars fan or...? No, I never I never, uh, never played much Halo Wars. But, I mean, I grew up on a lot of RTS games. Yeah. Um, Command Conquer, Tiberian Sun kind of stuff. And, I mean, I thought like I thought it looked cool. I didn't think it looked bad. Hmm. So you had to add Tiberian Sun, didn't you? I thought you were going to say the original Command and Conquer, which I loved. No, I mean, my, my favourite ones, I liked Tiberian Sun, and I uh, I loved Red Alert too. You see, I, I didn't play any of them, I just played the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, last, uh, Microsoft's E3 was, they actually officially announced that the Project Scorpio Israel will be out next year, and that, yes, it is four and a half times better than the Xbox One. Yeah, I mean... They're pushing it. Yep. But the thing is, I remember a time 
when, say, the 360 came out, and it yeah. took a year for PCs to catch back up to where the console went. Whereas now, this Xbox One for next year has been said it'll have six, give or take, six teraflops of processing power. Yeah. Like PCs now you can buy them with like seven, eight teraflops. So, I mean, it's still coming out lower than a top-range PC, and it's still, like, a year out before it comes out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're ever going to catch up with PC. I don't think consoles can. You know, it's, it's just weird how before, every single time there was a, a console sort of jump, it was like the consoles were so much better, and then the PCs took a bit of time to catch back up. Whereas now, yeah. I, think, I think you're right, I think PCs now, the upgrade at such a rate... By the time, because Microsoft, say what you want to say, same as Sony, they have to say what they want in their machine about a year before they come yeah. out. Well, they actually, yeah, release, yeah. You know, so that it gives people enough time to develop games for them, gives them time to get all the components, because they have to get millions of components all together. And yeah. I just think within that year, when they had thought about this at the beginning of... I think they said they were started the process at the beginning of 2015. Yeah. So it's been nearly like a year and a half now. It's been a while. And it's still not coming out until end of next year. So, it's crazy. So, did you think Microsoft had a good press conference? I think Microsoft had... I think Microsoft had the best conference that they kind of could. Yeah. They don't still have a lot of games to show to kind of announce because they've kind of already kind of already blown their load and like gone this is everything that's coming for a while um like with their big hitters like kind of gears and halo and all that kind of stuff um but i think it had really good pacing i yeah, think they I kind think, of they hit on all yeah. the right yeah I, th- I think it was a good conference like it might have not been as like blow you away as you want it but like it was a good conference yeah so next up was Ubisoft, and yep. I tell you what, you take this one away because I hated this one so much. Um, oh, I mean, <laughs> they had some interesting stuff to show. They had some interesting stuff to show, but they like a guy in a giraffe suit. This- Oh, but yeah, but they threw so much <laughs> unnecessary stuff in between it. Like, that did not need to be a a two-hour conference, you know? Um, it, it went on for two hours, and I mean, I just thought to myself the whole time, I was like, you know, why is there, why is there all these dancing people? Why do we need, like, massive sit-down talks with every single person? Why do we need to hear about the Assassin's Creed movie, like... I, mean, I understand with the Assassin's Creed thing, but surely enough they could have just said, here's the trailer for our new movie, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I, it just needed to, it needed to be more shotgun fire of trailer, 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 like, Sony really set the president of, this is how you do a good conference, by just straight up going, here's a trailer, here's a trailer, here's a trailer, you don't need anything else. Yeah. You know, where I just... I didn't. I didn't need all the stuff that was going on. 
So I mean, I mean like uh, the Ghost Recon Wildlands trailer, well gameplay. I thought it looked great for about five minutes, and then it was just like, oh my god, they're going to complete the whole mission. It's going to take like twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean, I I was split on Ghost Recon because when they first showed the trailer, I thought it looked amazing, and then once again, and I, I haven't heard anyone else say this, but once again, I felt like when I actually watched it, I was like, this looks worse than their initial announcement trailer. Graphically, it doesn't look as good. Yeah. Um, like from the driving, I was like, the driving looked phenomenal in the the announcement trailer, and then I saw it here, and I was like, that looks very generic, you know. Mm. And I saw, I just saw a lot of gameplay that like. You know, that I, like, when I saw the initial trailer, I thought that looks awesome, that looks unique, and then it was, like, how they were subduing people, kind of, like, silent takedowns, I thought, that looks lame. The shooting, I thought, wow, that looks a lot more arcadey than I thought it was going to look. The ga- the driving, I thought, that doesn't look as, that looks kind of boring. And the, I think the biggest thing I took away from it was, with the whole, you know, working as a team, like, hey, I'm in the helicopter, come here, like, come down here, I'm here, we'll rendezvous with this, like... Doing that, I just thought, yeah, I mean, that looks kind of cool, working together to take down this drug lord, but is that going to be any fun at all when it's just me? Yeah. Like, is it going to be any fun having to take out all the guys at the base on my own, and then having to drive after him without having the support of other players helping me out? Like, I feel like, without the other players, this seems like a very generic third-person shooter. Yeah, I get what you mean. But I mean, I, I mean, another thing that was quite shocking. I thought it'd be now end of this year, but it's not until March next year. No, I didn't. I didn't think it would be out at the end of this year, um, purely because it's a third-person shooter online co-op experience. They already released one this year. They already released the division. They want people to keep playing with their friends on the division, and then they can put out Ghost Recon get people to stay on that, commit to that, and then they can put out the Division 2. Like, they don't want to monopolize that same area when they've already just released a game in it. Yeah, but it seems as though a lot of people have fallen off the Division. I know, but they're, they're, they're announcing DLC for it, so they're trying to draw people back in. Right. So probably one of the best games that they showed was South Park, The Fractured Butthole. 100% yeah. And that's out December the 6th, which... That might be a little bit late. Um... I think it's a sweet spot. I think it's... South Park is a game that people will want to pick up for Christmas. But at the same time, they're not going up against anything big. Like... I don't know, I just... I think South Park looked amazing. I was really surprised that it's coming out this soon after the Stick of Truth. But if you actually think about it, they've done very little to change up the map. They nailed the graphics and art style in the last game, so they didn't need to change that at all. And they've very lightly tweaked the combat. So the only thing they've really done to spice things up is write a new story. Yeah. And that's great. I loved everything about the Stick of Truth, and I seriously just want a direct sequel. Like, Stick of Truth was honestly in 2014 my game of the year. Like, I thought it was the best game that came out. Cool. I mean, we've talked about Division, so we'll skip that. What did you think about the Eagle Flight VR experience? Did not give a shit. 
<laughs> I did not. I, I was like, oh, they're going to go through a... Like, I was like, oh, they're going to show a small snippet. Oh, no, we're going to see a whole race of first-person flying and low racing. Like, oh, my God, I I did not care. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty bad. It's it's just tough. It's so hard to show VR in a way that is interesting and, like, captivating on camera to, like, you know, in a, in a video. But it didn't show well. Like, I did not care at all. So, did Star Trek Bridge Crew grab you better than Eagle Flight? I don't even want to talk about that one. That... I mean, how low res were the character models? Oh, it was... It was like, I've played PS2 games prettier. Like, I don't want to bash these games, but VR doesn't show well. Like, when you see a character model like that and you've actually got a headset on... The fact that you are in the world compensates for the lack of, like, visual quality. But when you are just watching it in a video, it just looks like a shit game. Like, <laughs> it just looks shit. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. So the last game that I managed to watch at the Ubisoft press conference was For Honor. And yeah. uh, I don't know about you, but when they first announced it, to me it looked like one of those... Koi Tecmo Dynasty Warrior games. Yeah. Whereas now it looked just like bloody Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah, it looked like Rise 2. The closest yeah. we're probably going to get to Rise 2. But, I mean, I think it looked stunning, but I just don't think it pl- looks as like plays that fluid are. I mean, I don't know, like, it could be fun. I mean, there's a lot of games that seem to be going in this direction of um, tactical sword fighting. Mm. And bring back I've Tenchu. Really, yeah, I've never really played a game myself that's like tactical sword fighting, so maybe I would love it. But right now, I'm like, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't do much for me. So, do you want to talk about some of the other games that they showed? Or I mean, the only one I can think of really is there's. Watch Dogs 2 and that snowboardy sort of open world game. You know, Watch Dogs 2, I'm actually really pumped. Um, Watch Dogs 1, I played and beat that when it first came out, and I was incredibly disappointed. Um, the, the graphical downgrade was intense. Um, the gameplay just was nowhere near as free as they'd promised. And... Like, I just had, like, a massive problem with the fact that, like, Aiden Pierce, his whole motivation behind the game is that his daughter was killed in a car accident and he wants to, like, get revenge on the people who were so evil to kill his daughter in a car accident. Yet he causes millions of car accidents, shoots so many people, the amount of civilians I killed in explosions by accident, like, he, he literally is a terrorist, like, and I did not care <laughs> at all. Yeah. But Watch Dogs 2, I mean, you know, I, I didn't think I would like it because it's like there was this dude, he's like very hipster looking, you know, he's like always playing music and they've got all the very um, the very meme-like kind of digital kind of quirks, you know, with the, with the, the art style and I thought, oh, I'm not going to be into that. But 
watching the gameplay demo of him kind of parkour in, put his headphones in, listen to some music, the the variety with the hacking, actually having some creativity in how you hack now. Uh, the hand to hand combat looked a lot more fun. I'm I'm and the fact that they once again they did the Fallout style where they showed just enough and then they're going cool. It's out in six months. Yeah. Like I I really like that and I wasn't a fan at all of the original game, but I'm I'm actually quite stoked for the for the sequel. I think it could be the Assassin's Creed two to the to the original Assassin's Creed. Ah, uh, so it's again that I won't care about then. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe they'll put some some uh, football coaches in to help mentor your hacking, and then you'll you'll be into it then. Yeah. So what was that snowboardy sort of game about? Uh, I think it was called Steep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just kind of looked like SSX to me, but. Yeah, yeah, I don't... It's a weird game, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of filling that that market of the extreme sports game that hasn't really been around for a little while, but... Like, I'm going to get tired of snowboarding or skiing down a hill after maybe an hour. Yeah, I mean... I mean, didn't they do Stalked and things like that a few years ago? That same studio. No, I don't know about the studio. I just mean like Ubisoft. Oh, uh, yeah. I, mean, I think they used to do that kind of stuff, but it just, but it just it didn't sell, did it? No. No. I, I don't know. I mean, I found it weird that that's what they decided to end the show with. Yeah, I mean, well, they can't always end it on a game that is coming out in three years' time. True. But. So, I mean, I guess we'll move on then to Sony's press conference. The best by far. Do you reckon? Oh, oh my god, yes. Uh, do you know what I think made it the best? The what? fact they had a live orchestra playing. That was fantastic. Yes. That was, that was... <laughs> so, I'll tell you what, I've talked too much. Do you want to go through some of the stuff? Yeah, I mean, okay, so Sony's conference. Um, first off, they started the show with what, for me personally, was the game of the show, uh, God of War, the reboot. Really? Uh, it's, it's not a reboot. Yeah. No, but, you know, the, the in title-wise, it's the God of War. Like, it's just God of War. It follows on um, after God of War 3. Yeah, I know, but uh, story-wise, it continues on after the other games, God of War 3. I just meant uh, title-wise, like, it's not God of War 4 or God of War colon. It's just God of War. Right. Um, so, no, so it, uh, everything I have, from the moment I saw it to everything I've heard after, is I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Like, the fact that it's a continuation of the old games, um, and it's not a full-on reboot, like, you've got Kratos, but n- nothing else formatted. I like that those other games happened. The fact that, you know, I always saw Kratos, like, I was, I've played every God of War game, but I've never, I've loved the gameplay, but never anything more about it, because Kratos was such a one-dimensional, annoying character, and all he did was just scream, 
Like, he was the most angsty adult I've ever seen. Um, but for him to now come in now as an older man, he now has a child who he has to teach how to be a god, while that child is also teaching him how to be a father and how to be a regular person. Um, the fact that there is a rage meter that goes up both in combat and in conversation that he's trying to deal with because he doesn't want to be the, the crazy guy he used to be. The, the graphical style, it looks phenomenal. It's, it's you know possibly one of the prettiest games of the entire show. And then the fact that they were brave enough to completely change up the combat and take it in this complete new direction with a, a camera that is closer hugging to Kratos, um, a less hack and slash style, it just, it, everything comes together and it looks great. Like, it looks amazing. Yeah, I thought it looked alright. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the problem with I'm like, me is I'm like, I've yeah, never liked any of the God of War games. Yeah. So, to me, a clean slate, it could be quite good. I just yeah. feel, especially Sony, a lot of their games look like character-driven action-adventure games at the moment. Yeah. But. And I think, I think depending on the type of person you are, that is either amazing or that <laughs> is very boring. Like, for me, that is the type of game that I thrive on, that I love to play. And the fact that more of their games are like that, I am like, yes, this is what I want. But for, I know for a lot of people, they are like, I don't care about story. I don't care about cinematic experiences. Give me gameplay. So I'll ask you, which do you think is the most possible likely outcome? Either the child dies and he goes angry, or later on towards the end of the game, he dies and you take control, full control of the child. Yeah, I think the latter. I think, I think... They've said, they've already, the developers have already said that you will play as Kratos for the whole game. You will not play as the child. So, I think you play the whole game as Kratos. You were teaching this child how to fight, how to survive. You were raising him. You, the whole game is about their bond, their connection, what they can teach each other. And then Kratos possibly does die at the end. And then it's up to the kid maybe to fight the last boss. Or it's up to the kid to now be the hero in the next game. Because you know they're going to make sequels out of this. Yeah. After putting so much effort into recreating what it is. that It's not going to be a one-off. So I can very much see the kid being the next protagonist of the sequel. However, like, I, there, I don't think there's any way possible that the kid dies. Because we have already played seven games <laughs> where Kratos is angry over his kid dying. There, if he has another kid and that kid <laughs> dies as well, fucking hell, he is doing terrible as a parent. And he is a literal god. He is a literal god if he has two kids die on him. it's And, like, the, the, the most interesting part of this game is the new emotional complexity they are bringing to his character. And if they straight up just went, yeah, your kid's dead, he's pissed now, he's pissed the rest of the game, I, I'll... I, the moment that happens, I'm out. I will turn the game off. I will not finish it. Cool. Yeah. I think it looked good. I think different is a little bit, as you say, moving the camera back to like your standard sort of Tomb Raider sort of view. I think that will yeah. work in the long run. 
I think the fixed camera angles that was uh, some of like the PS1, PS2 sort of era when they couldn't yeah, was... move the background round. You know, they couldn't move the detail of the background as much with a free flowing camera. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So what was next? Um. So next they showed um the. Next, they showed the uh, the the cinematic trailer, I guess, for Days Gone, which is Sony Ben's new game. Yep. Uh, and then they showed that again at the end. They showed gameplay as the kind of final ending piece to that game. Um, I think it looked great. I think it looked very early. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's out. I think it's out at the earliest fall 2017 and but I think more likely it'll be early to mid 2018 because I mean I don't know if you noticed or not but during the gameplay demo the enemies they seem to have been programmed just to chase after them but not attack them they um they, the developers mentioned in an interview that they actually turned the AI off for the demo yeah because there was bits um, where they got to him and then they stopped and turned around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I picked up on that too. Um, they said they turned off for the demo because they said, you know, they they wanted to they wanted to show the full kind of this is what it looks like if you'd been killed because they, they, they've mentioned that it is quite hard and you actually gonna are going to die a lot to kind of learn to be more tactical and to learn to think about how to use your environment better. So I think they were just trying to, you know, if they, if they got killed in their own demo halfway through, they, it would have looked a bit sad. Uh, you proved that it's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. I mean, I just thought, I thought, um, we, I, I think the main thing it showed me is I don't think we're going to get a Last of Us for a long time, a Last of Us 2. Yeah, I think it's, with this game, I, it's got the same sort of tone and setting. Exactly. And I think, and I think, in the process of, because Sony Ben made a few games that they seem to be kind of a year or so into, and then just cancelled. Mm. Um, I I could definitely see that they were kind of looking at what they needed to do, how to fill the portfolio. Sony Ben wanted to make this kind of game, and then um, PlayStation kind of went, well, actually, how long it's taking them to make Uncharted Four? Last of Us 2 is probably a while out. People want The Last of Us 2, though. This will tide them over. It's close enough, but they've got their own cool style with an open world, uh, focusing on a biker gang, which I think is really cool, and the fact that these are, like, mass zombie hordes. But I think they've said they're not zombies. Oh, yeah, they're they're freakers. They're still alive, and they they eat and sleep, and, yeah, I I think they're more like the the mutants from I Am Legend. I can't remember. It's long ago since I've seen that. Yeah, but, um... No, I think think it looks really cool. I think... Yeah, I think think it it was a cool little game. Yeah, I think they have to master it. They They have to write a good story, though, if... If there's not a good story to facilitate that, then I, I think it will just turn out as a, a mediocre kind of almost there kind of game. So I mean, the Last Guardian out October twenty fifth. Finally. Do you think it will come out October twenty fifth? Yes. If they if they do not hit that mark after ten years, 
dear God, people will be angry. Do you think right. it'll be a hit, or do you think it'll just drop and no one cares? I think, I think it'll drop. I think it's. it already looks like a last-gen game, because it is. I think it looks like a PS2 game. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it has the same art style, in my opinion, opinion, as Shadow of the Colossus. Um, like, the color... Pa- like, I think the biggest problem is the color palette. Like, games have come so far in the extent of, like, in the late PS2, early PS3, everything was grey and brown and, like, a dirty green. Yeah, like and, God of War. And, yep. And, yeah, well... All games look like that, that real, just just dirty kind of everything's turned to crap kind of color style and then games kills on and then games like the witcher and horizon are proving that you can have these serious and sometimes even like brutal games but they can also look gorgeous and have like beautiful colors and the last guardian is still stuck in literally a late ps2 era like color style I mean, I think I think some people will attach themselves to the story of the the bird dog and the boy or whatever it is. I don't even know anymore. I think some people will care about that and they'll like it, but I don't think this is going to blow people away. I think people are going to have a problem with the graphics. I've heard a lot about things in the world cutting in and out of textures and like massive like problems like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they should have maybe just either cancelled it five years ago. Or just completely scrapped the whole thing and started again, but tried to get it out within like a year or so. Yeah, it's, it's that game's development has been such a mess, and you know, like a lot of people, I am so interested in hearing yeah. what the fuck happened when they finally talk about it. The story is more interesting than the game. Yeah, hundred percent. So I might be in the minority. But Horizon Zero Dawn, I think the character models look really basic and rubbish. Really? Yeah, and her run animation, God, it was annoying. I thought it all looked amazing. No. Game looked good, but they need to tidy up, in my opinion. Wow, yeah, no, I thought thought that game had some of the best animations I'd I'd seen of any game. The, The enemies' movements, the... The way Aloy moves, I thought it looked great. I just thought the way she ran, it was the same animation over and over linked together. Hmm. It looked funny. Aram was waving about. So, again, to me that looks more and more like a Monster Hunter style sort of game. Yeah. You know, but... I hope there's more to do in the world. Like, I really hope it is on par with like a lot of AAA RPGs in the sense that there's a lot of side quests, there's a lot of things to discover. Because I mean, right now, from what I can see, like it's an open world, but it seems fairly linear. I don't think it's as much of a role playing game as what people are saying. Yeah, I think it's it, very stats light. It feels to me like. It's going to be around the same, possibly a little bit more, but around the same of kind of RPG crafting, that kind of depth as like a Far Cry. Like, yeah. This is an open world action game. You can craft weapons and materials and make stuff, but 
like it is it is more of an action game than like a you know a strategic RPG. Yeah, so I mean, I'm still excited for it, but I just think a lot of people are proper hyping the game up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped, but, you know, we'll see. So next up is a game that I was quite excited about, but the gameplay demo or the trailer they showed, I don't think it quite hit as hard as it maybe should have, and that was Detroit to Become Human. Yeah. But I mean, I'm still looking forward to the game because I've liked some of David Cage's game in the past. I mean, one on the Dreamcast was amazing. Yeah. Um, first one for PS3 was good. Fahrenheit was good. But um, Heavy Rain is one of my favorite games of all time. I enjoyed that, but it. I it, uh, I I loved it, but then I found Beyond Two Souls was one of the most disappointing games I've yeah. played of all time. Yeah, and so I'm very torn. I'm like, I'm definitely going to play this because of Heavy Rain, but I have no positive expectations because of Beyond. Mm. Um, they've still shown. I mean, like it's it's a cool story concept. They've still shown me nothing though that makes me go, "This looks different." Yeah, this stands out. They're doing something different. Like it's just. No, that's, this is Beyond and this is Heavy Rain again. That's my problem with it so far. I love the idea of the story, but they haven't shown how the gameplay elements work. Yeah, they haven't They haven't shown how they're iterating on what they've done before. It looks the yeah. same. So, were you excited when the word Resident Evil 7 popped up on screen? No. <laughs> So this well, game's out January 24th, so not too long to wait, really. Yeah, actually, it is quite soon. I think it's going to be a lot smaller than people think. Well, I mean, from the trailer they showed and that teaser demo that they've released, which I've played and gone through, and it takes about 15 minutes. Do you know what really pisses me off? New Zealand is one of the only countries that doesn't get that demo. Is it... <laughs> <laughs> Australia has it. Australia, we're literally next door, and they haven't. They, it's not on the PSN store. I mean, can you just log in as a, like a UK account? No, you have to. You have to reset up another one and then get PlayStation Plus for your UK account. Uh, but I will say, it was very low budget and janky, but. It was probably the best Resident Evil game I've played since maybe Resident Evil 4. Yeah. 5 and 6 were just... They were action games. Yeah. No, I mean, I... The fact that PT isn't coming out, and then Allison Road, which was the PT spiritual that successor, isn't coming out. Yeah. I mean, like, the fact, like, if they can make something close to PT that is a full game, I'll give it a go. But as I was saying... All these elements, they said that they're not going to be in the actual game. Oh, you know, really? This demo and the trailer, it's just a teaser. It's not the actual game. I really hope it's a first-person, like, little adventure experience like that, though, and not a third-person, let's have some weird characters kind of type. I mean, of. I think they've actually said that 
the teaser that they've released is basically like the prequel before the titles come up on screen. Yeah. You know, so you play 10, 20 minutes, get basically knocked out and dragged back into the house and then the titles come up. Yeah. So, I don't know, from what I played, it, I mean, as I say, it was a bit janky and a bit loose and graphics weren't very good, but I still think it was probably one of the best Resident Evil games I've played. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, PSVR. Oh, yeah, and Resident Evil 7 can be played in VR through the full game. That's cool. So, I think that basically does mean the whole thing will be in in first person. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? True, very true. So, I've wrote down Farpoint, which I have no idea what that is. Oh, yeah, the weird shooting one. It looks very much the same as like it looks like a very it looks very much like a first person version of that Insomniac game Edge of Nowhere. No, no idea. <laughs> um, Edge of Nowhere is like a VR game for Oculus made by Insomniac. This literally looks like a first person version of that game. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. In honest, I, I don't have much to say on PlayStation VR because I kind of zoned out. I just thought. You know, these look like arcade games from when I was a kid. It's just, the tech is... So, about two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Shut up, man. (laughs) It's just, I don't know, man. Maybe it'll be a different experience when I put it on, but it just doesn't feel like the games are quite there yet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, they also announced Battlefront VR Mission. Yeah, and Final Fantasy XV VR... I mean, what I will say is, though, I mean, two people from opposite sides of stuff, there was the guys at Giant Bomb, they've basically said that Batman Arkham VR looks horrendous, plays horrendous, got no interactivity, and they were thinking that it was going to be like a a free demo sort of thing to, you know, just to show what it can do. Yeah. But Greg Miller, um, I mean, true, he is a DC fanboy and he loves Lego and crap like that. He was saying that he was going to give Batman Arkham VR his game of the show. Really? Yeah. Which I'm shocked at. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even know how to respond to that. I mean, that's a that's a big difference in opinions. Yeah, which um, I just don't understand it. I mean, you'd think. For me, I'm not a Batman fan or a DC fan, so I probably wouldn't really be that bothered. So, the other thing is. Greg Miller and that, they always go on about they're not PC gamers, so they probably haven't played like with the Oculus or with the HTC Vive that much. Yeah. So if they might still be, ooh, you're in a world, ooh, you do, do you know what I mean? Whereas the Giant Bomb, they're actually doing videos on HTC Vive like every day. Yeah. So they know that what this is doing is shit. They're knowing what? Sony is doing isn't as up to par as what other things are doing. Yeah. But I just thought it was a, a funny 
difference of opinion for two highly rated so-called journalists in the gaming world. So, I mean, what did you think of the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare sort of gameplay? It looked kind of cool. I thought it looked amazing. <laughs> like it looked the shooting in the ships, like the the, the ship combat looked kind of cool. Yeah, and then it looked like Call of Duty, and then I didn't care. I liked it when he sort of like landed on the hull of the ship and put the mine on the front of the glass and blew it out, and all the people were like, oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! It, like it was cool. Like it was Call of Duty, man. Like oh yeah. It's... And, like, as I say, like, I think I'd be, like, keen to fly around in the ship for 20 minutes, and then the moment they were like, yeah, now get out, I'd be like, yeah, bye. <laughs> but they also showed a brief bit of the Modern Warfare remake. Yeah, don't care. I don't care either. Uh, I, I, yeah. So, do you care that Crash Bandicoot's in Skylanders this year? Oh, I am so pumped to play Skylanders. <laughs> I mean, like, I think, like, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not a Crash Bandicoot guy. That was, that was like, I played it as a kid, but I never got into it. And I don't really care that they're remastering the games, but I'm curious to see the quality to which they will, like. Are they kind of just going to up-res it a bit? Or is this going to be like a full-on like Ratchet and Clank where they like remake the whole game again? I mean, have they announced who's I, making it? No, they haven't. Because I, I hope it's the guys who did the... Oh, God, the... Not Badger, Jesus Christ. It's like Cooper 4. Sanzaru. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Because they could I, use I, that I engine. Yeah, I mean, they could... But I think from the way they phrase things, like, Crash is still owned by Activision. And so it might, it might be an Activision studio. I think it be an Activision studio, and I think this is kind of the best scenario, because Activision will not make a new Crash game, and if they do, it will be... It, it, it'd be shit. Yeah. But if they can remake the game's that, like, the original games, they've already got the blueprint of this is the levels, this is what's going to happen, this is what it needs to roughly look like. All they do is have to do it in, like, you know, Unreal Engine 4 or another newer engine and just make it look good. Make it maybe a little bit more clunk- less clunky, but just make it look good. And that's that's not a tall order to ask. Like, yeah. They should be able to pull that off. I mean, like, a small team of two or three people would probably be able to get that done fairly swiftly. Yeah, you'd hope so. You know, so if they give it to a team of, say, like, 10, 20 people, they could possibly get this done by the middle of next year. I mean, they're doing all three games, so... Yeah, but it's, they're already all done, aren't they? You know, they've already... Levels are already mapped out and everything, so they're just copying. Yeah, like, yeah that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, they've already got that, that blueprint. They yeah. just need to make it prettier. Mm. So, uh, as as you say, I was never a big Crash fan, but I am very interested to see how this goes. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they're going to yeah. give it as much of a remake as the Ratchet and Clank. That's what I'm saying, because the Ratchet and Clank's, I thought... I, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of playing it right now, 
and I think it looks it looks phenomenal. Yeah. So Lego were next up. I think it was a Star Wars thing, but I just wrote down Lego something or another because I don't care. They're all the I, same. I, 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 isn't it Leo Star Wars: The Force Awakens? It could be. That's it. They're all the same. I, uh, I wasn't really paying attention. Hand dies, but. God damn it, man! <laughs> Everyone's seen it now. Jeez, I'm not a fan, and I've seen it. There's probably someone out there who's like, man. <laughs> I mean, what I thought was funny, you could buy the CD orchestra for the Star Wars Force Awakens and that came out a good two three months before the movie and there's a yeah. an actual song on there called Han, Han uh, whatever his name is dies there's a song on there called that yeah that's not very good you know so <laughs> yeah so next up is probably one of the most surreal teaser trailers Death Stranding dear god yeah what the hell was that do you know what I honestly think what I think he made that just to sort of show his state of mental being because as it came close to the character he was just out of his handcuffs so he's like he's escaped Konami Yep. But the baby that has been ripped from him and killed... Is PT. No, I would say it's more like Metal Gear. Well, I, I think the baby, because it's the baby that he had and held in his arms and then it disappeared in front of him. That sounds like Silent Hills. Whereas when, when you saw those five That's... people in the distance, when you saw those five people in the distance, when he's looking out to the ocean, I mean, those are the five Metal Gear games. Yeah. And... There's the hands all over him, and that's just like everyone wanted a piece of him. Yep, all the developers after him. You know, so I I think that that has got 99.9% nothing to do with the game. It might have Norman Reedus, but other than that, no idea. It'll have Norman Reedus, but yeah, I think you're right. It's that was just a statement. Yeah. So, but I will say that music was amazing in it. I love that. It was pretty good. It was pretty cool. So, Spider Man. Yeah, by I mean, Insomniac. There's been so many rumors flying around that Sucker Punch was making it. So, yeah. for Insomniac, I mean, I was really surprised. But they did do that Xbox One exclusive a couple of years ago, and that was so good. Yeah, Sunset Overdrive was great, and I we're never going to get a sequel to that. No. So. But I think if they keep the open world setting and have the... All you need to do is add, like, a swing mechanic, and that's basically it. Yeah. Because I thought that played brilliantly. I loved that game. So, ending the show, they actually did do the Days Gone live demo... Which, as we said earlier, it does look good, but it looks early. Yeah. And that was all the basic conferences. We will just mention Nintendo did show Zelda. Yep. 
And what did you think of the Zelda game? I had a long conversation in a an IGN comment section last night over it. Um, I'm not impressed. I thought it looked very ropey. Yeah, I mean, I... Like, it's not... It doesn't look like a bad game by any means. I think but, it'll play better than it looks. Yeah, but I mean... I, the argument I had when... Because IGN named it their game of the show. Ooh, and a God. lot of people were like, yes. Yeah, I know. And they were like... A lot of people were like, yes, this game is amazing. And I just thought... And I, I said to people, and I said, well, in my opinion, the IGN... Or the, the game of the show should be something that is innovative in gaming. Something that hasn't been done before, or at least not to the scale that the game has achieved. And... I saw games that did that. Like, Days Gone, I've never seen zombies in that amount attack you in that manner. Like, that was something different. But Zelda, like... Dead Rising had 2,000 zombies on screen? Yeah, I mean, like, just but stuff like that. Like, but Zelda, it was just, like, all the mechanics that I saw, I was like, these are mechanics I have seen in games before. Like, I said, what... I, said, I asked people, I said, what impresses you about it? And they said, well, you can climb any mountain surface. Mm. And I said, yeah, I could do that in Spider-Man 2. Like, I could climb any building in Spider-Man 2, and it looked exactly the same. Like, Zelda climbs like Spider-Man. Yeah. So, like, there were just a lot of mechanics that I just thought, like, I've seen it done, and I've seen it done better. Like, there's nothing that really makes a standout. It's not visually the prettiest game I've ever seen. The gameplay looks cool, but not mind-blowing. Like, I... It's a good-looking game, but... I don't see why people are calling this the game of the show. I mean, for me, when Nintendo showed screenshots of it, I think they know the best locations to take screenshots, and it looked really good. When they're doing the live demos, the environment looked very plain and bland. And then the shadows kept blinking in and out, and the grass kept waving around as if it was all just, like, not quite finished. Right. And I just, as you say, I think it'll play nicely. I just, considering that this game should have been out two years ago, I think it is nowhere near anywhere ready. No. It just, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't blow me away. Nope. So, thank you. Yeah, that was E3 2016. So, do you want to pick your game of the show then? All right, my game of the show. You know, there was a few there that I, you know, that really got me going. You know, like Days Gone and South Park Fractured Butthole. But I've got to give it a God of War. God of War wins it for me. And I said, We Happy Few for Man. Yeah, and I can respect that as well. That game looks phenomenal. Yeah. Again, it's one of those games that. I just love the the art style and the fact that it's trying to be humour, but it's very creepy sort of humour. Yeah, it's funny, but it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that's been this week's episode of OEG Talks. It's been very long. It's been me, David, and Chris. And we'll be back next week, hopefully with a special celebrity guest to chat with. So thank you and goodbye. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, guys. Justin here. 
I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.